Let's try this again. Because, yeah. Okay. You're listening. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. <laughs> Today we're talking about food again because food is probably one of our like top three favorite things. You. Maybe top one favorite thing for some of us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is an Erin's recipe card, and we like to talk about throwing lots of foods together in a bowl and calling it a salad. So today we're talking about potato salad and maybe a German variety of a potato salad. You'll have to see. So Erin, take it away. Well, we are indeed because this is the time of year that in any other year, lots of churches would be thinking about their Oktoberfest. And so that made me think about the fact that I have never made German potato salad, and mm. I wanted to give it a try. Potato salad as a whole, I mean, it's a, as a whole genre of food, is a classic potluck option suitable for really any time of year because there's so many different varieties. So I thought, well, potato salad as a whole would be a great thing to talk about, and I was hoping that I'd be able to reach out to our ladies in the lounge and get some advice on German potato salad in particular, and they did not disappoint. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> How many recipes did you get? Did you count them? I did not count them this time. I did uh, previously, but there are a lot of them. It is interesting, though. German potato salad... One, in America, German potato salad is is a thing. Like, that is, it is German potato salad. In Germany, that is, it's not, like, the only potato salad they eat is that one variety. No, that's, it turns out, that is much more of a regional thing. So, especially southern and eastern parts of Germany are the ones that are more likely to be using vinegar-based potato salads. And Eastern, a lot of times you start getting into, it turns out, using things like pickle juice in the potato salad Mm. as a little variation. Um, But like Southern southern Germany, in particular Munich, is sort of where what we think of as German potato salad, that is their classic regional variety. In Western and Northern Germany, they are much more likely to be doing the cold mayo-based potato salad. And it turns out that potato salad can be even much more specific than that. So people in Germany often are even more loyal than brie to a particular brand of mayonnaise and they feel they cannot make their potato salad like it won't be the same if they can't get their mayonnaise and so if they if they live far from home they might have to just go without potato salad because they can't get that one 
particular mayonnaise that's essential. It's essentially quint, the quintessential ingredient to make their potato salad true. So that was interesting. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So then I started wondering if <laughs> the immigrants that came and settled in, for example, Wisconsin, did they tend to come from like the southern and eastern part of Germany? And that's why we think of hot German potato salad as the as what German potato salad is. I, I was not able to get that far down the line and, and Rachel it looks like thinks no, that is not where they tended to come from. So I'm, I'm gonna yeah. well, you know, actually no, there's a lot the the reason I say that, um, is and and your eastern Germany is but I'm gonna actually walk that back because uh-huh. The southern part of Germany tends to be mostly Catholic. Mm-hmm. And so where you've got the the Bavarian influence, you know, you're going to have the German Catholics. But there are tons of German Catholics in Wisconsin. So your theory yes, still hold. Uh, sure. Why not? And you What's know what? Re- oh, go ahead. What's really blowing my mind is that both hot potato salad and cold potato salad are technically German mm-hmm. potato salad. Yeah, <laughs> It's like blowing my American mind. <laughs> Pretty much any like- potato salad is German. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably another case of us assigning a, a German, like a, a country name to a food that that country is like, what? Why are you doing that to us? Like French fries. The, you know, the French are like, why, why, why did you saddle that with us? Like, our name is associated with the the massive American junk food. Why? Why did is, we have to do that? Is it always with potatoes too? Like, well, what? I have so many questions right now. The extreme irony is the potatoes are not a, a European <laughs> a food. World no, South America. Indeed. Indeed. As I look at the many recipes that were submitted for German potato salad in particular, one. I noticed a common theme that is large scale recipes. These are recipes that are built to serve a crowd. 20 pounds of bread potatoes. One, one fine lady had a recipe that she was had it available to serve 80 people. 40 people, 20 people, and 10. Like she had variations uh, for hers, but 10, still 10 was the the smallest that she got her recipe down to. (laughs) And she had recently made it for 80 people. So. (laughs) And that, friends, is why my son's baby food was German potatoes. (laughs) 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 Ken was was, uh, serving his vicarage and we ended up getting sent home from church dinners with a lot of it. And I found out that he loved it at like, you know, seven months old. And so he ate a lot of German potatoes. <laughs> that is amazing. The most Lutheran thing ever. Still loves potatoes, still loves bacon. So something Literally cut his really early on there. <laughs> the other interesting thing is that there's a lot of consistency. So while there's small tweaks in the recipe, they're still essentially just small variations, like on, you know, the ratio of bacon to potato, that might be a little different from recipe to recipe, how saucy it is, uh, as far as like, the amount of sauce to potato, that ratio. (laughs) 
I like a saucy potato salad. Uh, I can I continue to follow. Uh, that must be something in our in my in my Lidke heritage that I get from my mm. mom. So there so there's that. Uh, but all of them consistently are calling for bacon, onion, potato, vinegar. Another little variation uh, that I was intrigued by was flour versus cornstarch for the extra little bit of thickening that you need hmm. to to make the the dressing stick a little bit better. Uh, so that that was a small variation. But for the most part, you aren't seeing things like, oh, my family likes it with this really crazy ingredient or anything like that. They're all very classic recipes. Doesn't mean those aren't out there, but as far as the ones that were submitted as the ultimate German potato salad uh, recipe, they were they had a lot of consistency in them. Let's see. The other thing. Oh, and they also, another consistent thing that everyone agreed on was that you must use bacon fat to fry the onions <laughs> that are used. That is, bacon fat is actually also a key ingredient. Not just bacon, you need the fat the as part thing. of the dressing. Uh, you aren't using any other fat for the dressing. All of the fat, all of the oil that you would typically use in a, in a dressing is coming this time from bacon fat. I'm going to just applaud that. I mean, I keep oh, a mason jar full of bacon right. in my fridge exactly. at all times, and I use it as much as I use vegetable oil because it's amazing. It and is. If you're buying bacon anyway, it's free. Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> right now. If for no, if for no other reason. <laughs> my house is redolent of bacon and onion with a little uh, bit of like the sweet cider little overtone above it all and it's i'm not i'm not unhappy at all this is uh this is a great way for a house to smell hmm. after a couple of days i might i might sing a different tune but right now i'm feeling happy let me get it <laughs> yeah so something that was interesting we had a few people in the group who have uh talked about their experience living in germany and they talked about the fact that in Germany, if you say you're bringing a salad to a potluck, it is pretty much assumed that you are going to bring a very starchy salad. So either a potato salad or a pasta salad. Hmm. Uh, it will not be a vegetable salad. If you want to get crazy like that, you need to specify that you are bringing a green salad. <laughs> Because otherwise, people are going to be there counting on a delicious potato salad, and you have disappointed by bringing this crazy green thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there, there, that was that was an interesting thing. Also, they commented that Germany, even though potatoes are indeed a new world food, and we can be we can be proud of that. The Germans, maybe this is part of. I don't know. They, they're they very precise people, right? I feel like that's what I have yes. often learned about <laughs> Germans is they're very precise. Uh, they have very specific uses for certain potatoes. And in fact, those are often labeled. So when you're at the store, you can, the potatoes, they'll give you a little background on them. So this is a potato that's good for mashing, or this is a potato that's good for frying, this one is good for baking, you know, or this one is good for dumplings. Hmm. 
So, so potatoes, and in fact, this does actually line up with what I then, that made me remember what I had read about in one of my favorite cookbooks, The Joy of Cooking, which gives all sorts of background on all your food. I often will enjoy just, you know, reading The Joy of Cooking. So... potatoes why not i like reading hymnals you like reading recipe books Um, (laughs) potatoes the joy of cooking classifies them in three general categories as far as the classic potato goes that we're going to exclude sweet potatoes and other tubers okay but the Mm -hmm. classic potato comes in the baking variety which is the the russet. That's the one that looks like a sort of brown paper bag skin. It's sort of rough. It's not <laughs> shiny. They're big. They're very light and, and fluffy. Uh, so they are the bakers. Those are not good for potato salad because they fall apart. They don't hold their shape. They're too light and fluffy. Now, some potato salads, though, I have observed, want to take advantage of that. But if you like a potato, chunk of potato that's going to hold its form as you're mixing it up with the dressing, then you don't want to use a baking potato for that. Also, if you try and boil a baking potato, it is going to get waterlogged. It will Mm -hmm. lose its fluffiness. So there's obviously there's lots of workarounds here. And, you know, you could choose to bake your potato and then chunk that up and use it in your potato salad. But anyway. Then there are the boiling potatoes, and those are usually the the red, well, red potatoes are a classic boiler. Mm. So red potatoes are great. You can also bake boiling potatoes, and they turn out great. And then there's the all-purpose potato, like the Yukon Gold. You can bake it, you can boil it. Yukon, I know everyone loves the Yukon Gold. It's potato <laughs> perfection. Um, They're so buttery. So they they, they are. are. They do have that little sweetness to their mm. taste. Yes. Big fan of the Yukon Gold. The other interesting thing about potatoes is that once they are, you cook them and then they cool, they convert. The starch in them converts and it's no longer, it doesn't. So it's not it's not going to give you as strong a uh, like an insulin response in your body because it has converted once it cools. And even if you reheat them, it doesn't go back. It's been changed forever in the process of cooking. So there's probably somewhere you could use that to make a, a children's message. Jesus um, has boiled the potato of my heart. Theological right now. <laughs> <laughs> These episodes don't usually veer into theology, but uh, there it is. you know you could you could try. You might have to stretch. Uh, <laughs> I chose to make. I'm going to tell you about the potato salad that I chose to make, and then I'm going to I'm going to try some because I haven't tried it yet, and I'm eager mm. to see how did it turn out. And then I also want to hear from you guys your thoughts on potato salad. So for the potato salad that I ended up making, I decided to combine, as I do, a few recipes because the the recipes that I had access to, none of them seemed to quite match up with what my situation was. I mean, I am a single person. I did not want to make potato salad for 10 people, much less for, you know, 80 people. 
You um, need to buy a new fridge, <laughs> freezer. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, but as I looked at another recipe that had only a pound and a half of potatoes in it, and I thought, oh, that sounds like a much more feasible amount. It looked to me, I'm like, oh, I like a saucy recipe. And I did a little math comparing the ratio of sauce and potato from recipe to recipe. And I found that the recipe that had fewer potatoes in it, I felt it had a little bit of a scanty amount of sauce and I wanted more sauce. Then I also was comparing bacon to potato ratio because I do like bacon. So I did a lot of that. And then I, I landed on a recipe that I ended up making. There's there's no surprises in it because as I said, all the German potato salad recipes are all essentially slight variations on a same theme. I decided to go with cornstarch for the thickener because I am the gravy guru of my family at Thanksgiving and I like a cornstarch thickened gravy. I think it has a little bit of a brighter flavor to it. And so I thought, well, why wouldn't I want that with potato salad? So I chose to go the cornstarch route uh, as far as the thickener. I did decide to use one of the recipes that was included did feature, and I, you know, Rachel will not be surprised to know that I couldn't resist it, did feature a slightly surprising ingredient, and that was mustard. Oh. It, included, it included some whole grain mustard. And I thought, oh, oh that does sound good. That so I decided good. to add that in. Good <laughs> choice. So the recipe that I ended up on, I used a pound and a half of red potatoes, boiled until they were nearly done, and then I drained them. Uh, and then I chose to slice them because I did not have, the potatoes were not small. I only had the potatoes I had, they were big. They were they were large potatoes, so I needed to slice them. One small onion chopped, a half a pound of bacon fried mm. and crumbled, and then I used four tablespoons of the bacon fat to saute the onions. Meanwhile, I mixed up four tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, four tablespoons of water, two tablespoons of sugar, which is a little less, but the one of the recipes said you can use less if you want. Often it looks like people use equal parts vinegar, water, and sugar, but I thought eh, cutting the sugar in half doesn't sound bad in this day and age. So <laughs> did that. <laughs> one teaspoon of cornstarch and one and a half tablespoons of whole grain mustard. Mm. So I mixed mm. all of that together. And then once the onion was soft, then you just mix everything together and let it sit. Uh, everyone agrees that potato salad, German potato salad gets better as it goes. So ideally I would have made this yesterday um, and then let it sit overnight and then enjoyed it today. But I made it this morning instead. Um, so, oh, also you're, you have, you have the option to, reserve a little bit of the bacon to sprinkle it on top and make it pretty. Mm. You could also use like a little bit of green onion sprinkled on top or parsley to make it pretty. I did not have that, but I thought it sounded nice. So I chopped up a tiny bit of kale. So uh, in the yeah. picture, there's a little bit of 
little bit of green. I'm not going to taste it, I'm sure, but it, it looks a little prettier. So I did a little a little food photo staging to make it look extra appetizing. So I have a question. Yeah. Because I know that German potato salad, one of the things that sets germ, German potato salad apart from like what would come to mind for me as potato salad is that it's served warm. So if you were to make it the night before, I guess my question is, is it shelf stable? Like, would you refrigerate it? Yes, that is something that one of the recipes actually did specify. You should serve it warm or room temperature. Okay. But they did actually then go on and specify it, store the leftovers in the fridge. Um, so <laughs> there's nothing that's going to quickly go bad by any means. It's, it's, it'll be fine sitting on, you know, your potluck table over sure. the course of an afternoon, but overnight, go ahead and pop it in the fridge and then you can just warm it up again when you're ready to, to serve it. So if you did make it the day before, I would say you just reheat it when you want to go and serve it. Cool. I got to say, I hate our virtual life so much right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Knowing that your house smells like potato salad. Think of all of that, and none of us can enjoy <laughs> it with you. Tragedy. When oh. we reunite, we'll have we should make like mad potato salad and just eat that. And, like, We're just gonna um, have a big potluck. Yeah, <laughs> we can all it's record together. This is fantastic <laughs> you're not helping my, my mouth <laughs> watering the mustard in particular i think that was a brilliant addition to this to this tasty tasty thing mm. so one of the recipes that was shared in the discussion was one and i wanted they never followed up they described it, and then I was like, I have to have the recipe, and they haven't gotten back. So please, if you're listening to this, I want the recipe for the Latvian potato salad where they include everything in it, including pickled herring and beets. Ooh. It sounds, I know, Whoa. it doesn't that sound like it was made for me, Rachel. I mean. Yeah, and me yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I second the plea, please. <laughs> Send her in the recipe and she can share it with us. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe maybe we'll yet get that Latvian potato salad. With the potato question, though, I did not intend that it be only German potato salad that we were talking about. Potato salad is fantastic in all its forms. You guys talk while I eat for a while. Talk about some potato salad in your own life and your own opinions. So I think I'm going to interject, Rachel, because I know that you also, well, unless you want to go first because you can't possibly help yourself any longer. Um, <laughs> no, I'll go last. That way we'll be okay. bookended. With, well, with I just, yeah. So I want to interject because I wasn't, I did not have the opportunity to make potato salad this week, unfortunately. In fact, I don't, I don't believe I've ever made potato salad before. I'm glad that I am now armed with tens dozens hundreds of recipes to now try <laughs> but i would like to basically express my gratitude for my favorite potato salad in the st louis metropolitan area and that is the potato salad at urban chestnut brewing company in the grove neighborhood it is the best like mm -hmm. let me just tell you so for me 
I am a little particular about my potato salad. And this potato salad at Urban Chestnut hits all the notes for me. So I I like a I, I like a red potato salad, not sweet at all. I like it to be savory. I like it to be creamy. I like a little crunch to it, maybe with some onions or some bacon or both. And let me tell you, it's fingerling potatoes Ooh. that have been cooked. And, ch- and it's it's chunks, so they've cut them up maybe in, in two or three. They mix it up with just this very, like, creamy, savory dressing. It's it's very mayonnaise thick, and they probably use Hellman's, okay? <laughs> I maybe didn't listen to the first ten minutes of this. I wasn't paying attention uh-huh. to the first ten minutes because I was imagining life without Hellman's mayonnaise, and I was like... <laughs> How do you live like that? Uh-huh. <laughs> but on top of that, they have like these, I believe it's it's freshly like, but it's like bacon bits. It's like fresh mm-hmm. bacon bits. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a texture thing, but there's also kind of a chew to it. And also there is, I believe, chopped green onion in there as well. And so... They serve it with a lot of their like entrees. And honestly, if I could just go to Urban Chestnut and be like, bro, just just put your potato, like fill up a pint glass with this potato salad <laughs> and give me a fork. It's a mess. I will eat that and that will be my supper. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And honorable mention, I think, would be the deviled egg potato salad at Bogart's Barbecue. I do mm-hmm. love a good, like, any time that you can implement deviled eggs into a recipe, like, heck yes, get on that. Like, mm-hmm. get me some of that. It mm-hmm. is a little bit on the sweeter side, probably because of the paprika, maybe because of the mustard vinegar thing going on. I don't know. I don't have the recipe, but delicious. Delicious as well. St. Louis, maybe in a close second to Germany for (laughs) there may be be some people in Wisconsin and Minnesota and Michigan who want to fight you for that they can fight me I'll give you my address (laughs) so I don't have a lot of like childhood memories of potato salad I'm sure I ate it a bunch at potlucks and stuff I think I just rather Enjoyed the jello salads more than the potato salads and the pasta. <laughs> I was a big pasta fan when I was a kid. I know that I like the mayonnaise one, the cold ones more than the vinegar ones. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that was just like a family thing or that's just what people brought. And so that's what I'm used to. I don't really remember. And now I'm intolerant to nightshades. And unfortunately, potatoes are a nightshade. So real actual potato salad is not a thing for me anymore, which is super sad. However, sweet potatoes are not nightshades. Mm -hmm. So for all of my food intolerance friends who also can't eat nightshades, there are so many recipes for sweet potato salad, which is an ethnic uh, Arab Middle Eastern food that also has all of the great Middle Eastern spices like uh, coriander and cinnamon, black pepper, ginger, mm. um, and lots of sweet potato and onion. But then there's other ones that are really similar to what we think is traditional potato salad recipes with the bacon and the mustard and all of those things. So 
if you either don't like normal potato salad, which I'm, I know there's some ladies in the lounge who don't like potato salad, but uh-huh. if you like sweet potatoes, or if you can't eat nightshades, go check out some sweet potato salad recipes because I want to try making some of these now too. They look really, really good. If we have grain-free friends too, does arrowroot work for a thickener? Because cornstarch and flour might be issues for some people, but arrowroot yeah. works really yeah. well for some. I don't see why it wouldn't because it's still activated by heating, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I don't see any reason why it, why it couldn't work. You should keep in mind that, for example, with regular potatoes, as I was considering how much cornstarch to use, because I looked at my special ratio that I have recorded for making gravy, and I looked then at the various recipes that mentioned cornstarch, and I decided to use significantly less than I would. So start with a little bit less mm-hmm. than you think you'll need because potatoes have their own starch. And yep. so they're going to help thicken things to begin with. And I'm guessing sweet potatoes will have an element of that as well. And they also tend to sort of soak up potatoes and sweet potatoes. Both are going to soak up liquids. So if yep. you're, if you're going to let it sit for a bit, so you don't, you don't need much. It just needs a little bit to thicken it uh, just a bit and help it cling to the potato. So that's and a, you that's can a buy potato starch. Yeah, uh, that's, that's true. Not, that's no true. You can also potato starch. starch. Definitely, that could be another fine option. So I know that Latvian potato salad was brought up in the thread. Uh-huh. I feel, you know, because Sarah, you had touched upon like Middle Eastern flavors. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there like an eight, like there was a potato salad from an Asian country in there? Yeah, there that was. That was brought up. There I don't know if there Korean was a potato salad that was okay. mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. There was also a Turkish potato salad oh. recipe mm. that was shared that looks amazing. Potato salad is definitely one of those things that crosses a lot of different cultures because potatoes are so friendly. So you can take it in lots of directions. And I seem to remember reading I a couple years back and I'm going to any history buffs out here, go read 1493 uncovering the new world Columbus created by Charles Mann. I read it a couple years ago and it just was full of really interesting information about among other things, the flow of foods from their native areas to, um, all around the world, potatoes took off partly because you can get like four times as many calories out of the same acreage as you can from wheat. Um, Mm -hmm. That they are a much more efficient use of agricultural space if what you're going for is just simple nutrition. Right. Nutritional value of potatoes is amazing. They are low in fat, low in sodium, really high in potassium, Good source of fiber, good source of protein, high in your B vitamins and your vitamin C. You can get vitamin C from potatoes. So that they are, if you were going to eat only one food, they are on that list of things that can sustain you. They're Um, one of the few, like, mm -hmm. complete foods. Yes. So nobody should feel bad about eating the potato salad off at the salad table at a potluck. It's not, I mean, you don't want to go overboard and be (laughs) a pig. Maybe you do. I'm not going to judge if you do. But you don't need to be afraid of potatoes because they are, as as Aaron says, a complete food. They're good for you. Yeah. 
So I actually, today was, this was your first time making pota German potato salad, Erin. This was my first time ever making potato salad. Nice. <laughs> I enjoy potato salad in small quantities. I don't think I would ever eat a pint at a time, but I hated it for a long time for the simple reason that I hate raw onions. And it ah. seems like those are a component in nearly every classic potato salad recipe. And as a teenager, you know, you go through the potluck line and you're just not going to uh, risk getting that bite of something that's going to be an unpleasant surprise. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The other thing is that if I'm going to spend a couple of hours fiddling with potatoes, there are a few other things I'm going to do with them before potato salad. I, our family really loves home fried potatoes, which mm -hmm. are a fair amount of work, but boy, they're like candy when they're done. Um, twice baked potatoes. There are so many good potato recipes. And so if I'm going to spend the time and energy, I'm often going to tackle one of those instead. But I'm really glad that I've broadened my repertoire. And this also gave me an opportunity to go touch base with my father-in-law and my husband's grandmother, Grandma Dottie. She's oh. legendary in our in the family for her potato salad, partly because this saintly woman, whenever she makes the potato salad, she makes two versions, one with the raw onions and one without the raw onions. Oh, <laughs> yes. Because she doesn't like the raw onions. So we are we are soulmates, she and I. So I reached out to her to ask for her recipe. And I did it via my father-in-law since she's not, uh, she's had some health setbacks this year. So here's the recipe I got. Boiled potatoes, diced without skins, boiled eggs, shelled and diced, sweet pickles, diced, sweet onion, diced, optional, and mayonnaise mixed in a large bowl, salt and pepper to taste, or let others season themselves. Good luck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the rough general outline of a recipe um and that was what i needed to just get going so this is a simple recipe but it's great and i only i had everything i needed in the house except i happened to have dill pickles instead of sweet and i thought um we need sweet pickles so my dear husband ran to the store for me and grabbed me a jar of sweet pickles but other than that i had everything i needed right here and no i did not get special potatoes i used the ones in the bottom of the pantry with yep. like eyes growing all out of them and <laughs> yes. yep. you, should, you should use what you have right uh, and they, you yeah. know what it turned out really well so what i did was i boiled the potatoes i boiled the eggs i waited until they were cooled and then i peeled and diced them i added a large number of bits of sweet pickle. And then sort of uh, to get around the onion thing, I went out to the garden and grabbed a couple sprigs of green onion, which for me is much more enjoyable. Acceptable. Uh -huh. yes. Got some bits of green onion in there. And then I basically mixed up mayonnaise, sweet pickle juice, salt, and pepper, and mixed it up well and topped the whole thing with paprika to make it pretty. And um, so I'm going to uh, enjoy this now and see if I, I had my husband taste it. He said, yep, that tastes authentic. So I felt like that was, uh, that was about right. But I, I tasted it before I put the paprika on. So I feel like that's important that I redo the taste test now. I, you're right. You're right. You should. Mm -hmm. 
How is it? Does it taste like you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did want to address somebody in the conversation mentioned that she she doesn't make potato salad because she she also lives alone and you know all the recipes are always for these huge quantities. And so I wanted to address the fact that potato salad, much like coleslaw, is very forgiving to make in very small quantities. And now having made German potato salad, I honestly think it is it is very that would be very manageable as well. So if you want to make potato salad, all you need to do is chunk up some cooked potatoes. So I mean if you bake yourself a potato the night before, throw an extra one in there and then toss it in the fridge overnight and then the next day you can just chunk up that potato. And then you just add whatever whatever dressing you want. You know, mayo is classic. You could add some mustard if you want. And if you enjoy mayo or mustard, feel free. You could take it in a different direction and use like Italian vinaigrette as your Ooh. as your dressing mm-hmm. for it. There's no reason you couldn't go that mm-hmm. way. Greek? Yeah. Avocado? Greek. Why not? You could add some feta cheese. I usually Ooh. use whatever pickles I have, but I almost always have pickled okra because oh, I love pickled yeah. okra. So that's a great thing to add. So use whatever pickles you have. If you like a sweet pickle in there, like Rachel's, by all means, use uh, chunk up some sweet pickles into that. If you made bread and butter cucumbers and you just have like the marinated cucumbers from your garden sitting and they've been sort of marinating in that vinegar mix for a while, use some of those. There's no reason they have to be full-on pickles. You could use some some actual like just cucumbers that have been marinating and mix those in. You like onion? Use the onion. You don't like the onion? Don't do that. But it's all, it's all very friendly as far as uh, what you add in there. Even the German potato salad, you could just basically mix up a little bit of fry up a slice of bacon and then add some onion to it and mix up a little bit of cider uh, vinegar and water and add a little bit of sugar if you want and it's gonna be tasty so don't feel like you can only do this if you have a strict recipe to follow and you're intimidated because the recipes are gonna make something for a very large crowd um, agree well yeah I was I was kind of chagrined at first when I got the recipe and realized there were zero quantities for anything that I would just have to make that up as I went. But you know what? It's perfect. I mean, yes, it's almost more pickle salad than potato salad because I got a little carried away. But I got no problem with that. That is that is just fine. I found that you know because potatoes are larger than eggs, one egg to one potato was about the ratio that that would work. But it really could have gone any direction. It's so simple; just throw some things in a bowl. And I'm going to take back what I said earlier. Maybe I could eat a pint of this stuff um, uh-huh. if, I, if I make it as pickle tastic as I. <laughs> Sweet that pickle makes so part, many of, part of the recipe name is um what's <laughs> what's your what's Ken's grandmother's name? Dottie. Dottie's pickle tastic potato salad. Amazing. <laughs> and we will be having it tonight with some leftover pulled pork. I made a whole mm. huge batch of it to share with a family that had a baby in the neighborhood. 
And I think I'm really, really looking forward to this meal now. Uh -huh. Wow. That sounds We're amazing. all invited, right? Right. Uh, I'm going to have to make some more if you're coming too. But um, <laughs> yes, yes, you are. It's so easy. I will do that for you. Come on over, Sarah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so in the course of the research for this episode, I did put out a poll. And let me say that this time there was a severe failure of maximum science. Um, <laughs> this poll is my fault. It was my fault. I had intended to limit it so that you could not add extra options. And I know it's fun to add extra options, but that messes up the max maximum science. So I couldn't change it, and it was already out there. So here, here is the results of this poll. At the time that I recorded these results, it was yesterday afternoon, there were 276 votes for German potato salad, 222 votes for a mayo-based potato salad, 131 votes for a mustardy potato salad, all of the rest, mostly just tiny variations of mustard and mayo. I mean, to an extent, somebody put in there a vote for a horseradish mustard potato salad, and I'm like... That is clearly a mustardy potato salad. I mean, I'm sure it's delicious, but still, it didn't need its own option. But anyway, if I lump all the others in that are essentially variations on mayo mustard, a combo essentially, then there's a 195 votes for those. Then we also had 22 votes for I hate potato salad. Yikes. And... 26 votes for something that wasn't even potato salad at all. Um, so this was just a severe failure of maximum science. And I will try to do better in the future. I see absolutely no failure here. This is like my favorite poll ever. Happy accident. This is, I, I'm going to go back through and read all the responses that I missed yesterday. Because I think this is beautiful. It was it was fine. It was fine. And there were uh, some of the votes that were entered. I was intrigued by. I'm like, oh, I think that's where you saw the Korean potato salad option, Brie. So that recipe has not been posted yet. If someone out there has a recipe for Korean potato salad, post it in the lounge. We are still eager for these recipes. Surprise us and give us inspiration to try something new, a new a new twist on an old favorite. I want to hear them. And that Latvian one, uh, the pickled herring and beet. I need that recipe. If you're out there listening, I want that recipe for Latvian potato salad. You the title what? of my next single is going to be potato salads all over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Holding hands. You know, I, I've pulling from my own experience with you know, potato salad recipes and going off recipe. And I'm going to say, Aaron, if they send the recipe, great. If not, you know, it's possible to make potato salad with pickled herring and beets. So do it. I want to, yeah. I want to see pictures though. I'll <laughs> that's going to be a really beauty with those beets in it. Oh, mm -hmm. it's going to be just gorgeous. So you can find all of those recipes in our group on Facebook. Find us in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge group 
You can find all of our podcasts at kfuo.org slash Lutheran Ladies Lounge or on your favorite podcasting app. You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm Rachel. Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Join our community on Facebook in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge. Um, and here, oh, I should, I'll hold it. I'll see if I can hold it up without dumping it on. That is Can you gorgeous. see it? It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. 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 Beauti